0: Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of First Impressions on the Scratch the Track Podcast presented by the Dune Grim Show and co-produced by Mr. I-V-E-S-T. I am the Dude. And I am Grim, And we are going to give our
1: first initial impressions of... I, I don't even know if I'd say the long-awaited because it's like before you know it, another one comes out. But this is Omnium Gatherum by none other than King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Omnium Gatherum. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: What he said. Twentieth so, studio
1: album. Twentieth, dude. Twentieth?
0: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's I know. Insane. And you know what? I think a lot of people would say like, oh yeah, you know, a band that has twenty albums out, like studio albums. Are, uh, cu- studio. That's album not even counting
1: chunky shrapnel. I, I mean, not even. You know, dude.
0: There's also a lot of live stuff that either is bootlegs or I, don't I know, know that's if chunky official shrapnel. Releases. Okay. I well, think
1: I, I believe it's a live one. Correct me if I'm wrong,
0: fans, and while you're at it, go ahead if you would and like it, subscribe and comment below. Now. Yes. So Grim, we've done a handful of uh, King Gizzard albums Dude, on this goodness. podcast. We've we've done some first impressions of KG, LW, Butterfly three thousand, butterfly three thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've done full scratches of what? Polygon to wanna land. As well as Nonagon Infinity, I yep. think those are the only two full scratches we've done. And dude, they just keep coming up with albums. This I is uh, this is they're I the know. band that we've probably done the most work with and talked about the most. I I
1: mean um, I I don't want to sound cliche, but in my for for my money, they are the most interesting band of this time period. I I really think yeah. so. I think when it's all written down and people look back, they're going to be like that was a really incredible band like they they did something that no other band had done and they put out all this music and say what you will about going stylistically kind of fluidly between a lot of different things i i wouldn't
0: say any of it is just filler no no not i don't at all. think so it's it's all <clears throat> just really even if it's not amazing earth shattering stuff like it, dude it's solid oh yeah it you would listen to solid it yeah stuff. exactly yeah i
1: think so, i think they're they're second in my vinyl collection
0: only to the beatles wow dr john's a close third but mm. well i i think one of the things with them too is you know with most bands that you get into one uh at least you know if you don't get into them in the beginning you know maybe they've had like three or four albums you listen to them, and then you can go back and have their back catalog. Yeah, sure. Like, first of all, yeah. First of all, here, King Gizzard has a huge back catalog if you're just getting into them now. But we need to do a where know, would most, I start on them? Because I don't even know. I gotta think about it. But that's that's a good point. Yeah. But most bands most bands at a good pace are only putting out an album maybe every two years. Yeah. Right? Like it, like that's a that's a solid pace right there. If you're coming out with an album every two years. Mm-hmm. Um so, anyways, I guess. Getting into this one, um, you know, Made in Timeland had come out. You know, they had Butterfly 3001, then Made in Timeland, and then there was this. And, you know, when I heard that, I mean, this is 16 tracks, and the first track is over 18 minutes. I mean, there is just a wealth of content, and not only a wealth of content, but a variety of all these genres that they're getting to and they're taking they're taking some i guess what i would say some chances some you know oh, they're taking sure. some risks and there's some things some the they touched to.
1: on uh before but some of it is is different i mean you can argue that with infest the rats nest they already proved that they can play metal so that pretty much covers gaia and predator x but like some of the other stuff is in a way similar to things they've done but i mean they just touched on rap at the end of um maiden timeline maiden timeline which has quickly become one of my favorites uh of theirs still still waiting for my copy and dude they kept it going Thanks, on mainland. this one and just brought it to the next level like it's i i love the way they do rap it it's awesome
0: yeah well I think before this album came out and I, I believe it was a quote from Stu and he said something. And when I read it, first of all, you, you always got to be careful comparing yourselves to some bands. And yeah, I sure. think he made some sort of, um, you know, illusion that this was, offhanded you know, kind comment of, kind of their <laughs> white album. And it's like, whoa, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but you know, the cover well, is a little more like to, kind of a uh, different not tones of like tan. Yeah. Yeah. It's more khaki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but and salmon. I think we'll I, I think what he probably really meant like that was that it's we're all over the place. Every we're going to throw everything at this. Mm-hmm. And just like the Beatles did with the White Album, it was all over the place. Same with this. So that's where that that connection kind of.
1: Well, uh, and that makes indeed. sense to me. I wasn't expecting to hear their version of the continuing saga of Bungalow Bill, uh, but I, I see the point of, like, it just kind of goes everywhere, and it's interesting, because I didn't know that this was coming out, um, and then friend of the show, Stro, uh, sent me a text randomly one day. He's like, dude, have you heard the new King is? It's a monster. It's an 18-minute song. It's the first one off their next album, and I was like... Wow, that's a bold statement, just leading it off with an 18-minute single.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of another album that starts off with a song of that length. I mean, obviously, Um, when you get up there... I was going to say, Bitches Brew... Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's dance yeah. is
1: I think a little over 20 minutes so that's like the yeah. only realistic comparison
0: but when you're thinking in the in the modern sort of what you call the modern rock genre well um, and even, even modern day with so many people
1: just being like it's like the whole singles thing has come around again just like we say in our intro we live in an era of singles of singles absolutely so they were like you know um, we'll just put out a single that's you know almost the side of a record
0: yeah well, and I think what's interesting too is, I I don't know how they came up with the track listing. If if they just like cut up the track names, threw them in a hat, and we're like, okay, this one, this one, this one, this one it is kind of like the order because we're used to something, something and, and, flowing, and things, right? Yeah, the, the way they flow, this um doesn't have that necessarily, and especially the way they they jump between genres. Like I think there's like the there's kind of like this four track um run uh four tracks in a row that that kind of go and that's what and what really stood out to me and it's um I think it's what the the Grim Reaper which is like a rap song right and then what's after that is it presumptuous which is like this poppy kind of mm-hmm. soul song it has a flute playing in it that would make Ian Anderson proud uh, then you go into metal with with Predator dude, Axe. Meet right? you maker. And then after that, oh, there's um and then after that it's Red Smoke, which might be my favorite song in the album. Dude, See, there is me, a dude, uh, there's a keyboard run in that. And dude, it reminds me so much of Riders on the Storm Women, yeah, Zarek. Yeah. Oh my gosh. See, I it feel like mine.
1: Red Smoke, Candles, and the Funeral kind of really those three really go nicely together at the end and make sure. for a good end. Um, but yeah I know what you mean It's it's hard to Really get like a run Of songs in a consistent Sort of bit before it jumps To something else And that's right, what's yeah. interesting about it Like mm-hmm. um I don't know I, I wanted to talk if, if you will indulge me About the Dripping Tap By The Dripping years. Tap has got A lot of just in your face Guitars really Ripping it and
0: grip it and rip and it. And
1: I want I'm saying this in the nicest possible way cuz like I said King Giz is like my favorite band of this time period so it's annoying insult it's just comparing what they're doing with the guitar work. So if this album is their white album, the guitar solos on the dripping tap are their freebird. <laughs> Okay. I, I come I on right? though, am I right? Like the heart yeah, har- the yeah. harmonies doing the same I'm things. Sure. And I mean it's yeah. there there are similarities there, you have to admit.
0: Yeah, no, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I mean, I think initially I was just shocked when the first I I heard I don't know if I read it on Instagram or Reddit or wherever it was, but it was like, Oh yeah, you know, the dripping tap, the first track is gonna be 18 minutes. I was like, wow.
1: Now, dude, the dripping just, tab. By the way, I like infinitely better than Freebird. Just to clear that up for anybody before we get a absolute shitstorm of like hate mail. But
0: I mean, dude, we'll probably get five comments below. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, maybe so. six if you do it like subscribe and comment below. Your... One. Yeah, I think you should just say it just so it's a hot take. I mean, oh uh, yeah. Um, so um, now I guess you know. Overall, I, I've listened to this, I don't know, probably 10 to 15 times. Um, sometimes I'll just, I'll, uh, you know, since it doesn't flow in kind of that order, I, I will start it at certain spots or certain sections and things like that. Um, and I've just, I've really enjoyed it. And not that I didn't, you know, didn't enjoy like KG and LW, but I think one thing I do like about this is the variety, is is yeah. that it does change up so much, uh, which is something, you know, we don't we don't see from them as much. Um, where? Because now you're obviously made in Timeland. I know you're wearing the group's thin on your dude, on your vinyl there. Yeah. Where? Um. Where are you uh, ranking? Ranking this? sort of this one. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Didn't expect that one, dude. That was
0: just uh, just with King Gizzard, not all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, um, is it the best album this week?
1: No, not in my top five for them.
0: Okay. But I do, I mean,
1: okay. I did definitely pre order the vinyl after having only listened to like one or two tracks because I I usually just am going to be interested enough in what they're doing that I would like to have it. I know I'm going to wear the grooves thin on Predator X. um, No question. Yeah. Sadie Sorceress. Oh, another high point for me. Now, one thing I liked is you shared a video that they posted on YouTube. And it was about, like, them recording this album. And I really liked that there was a specific run of time where it was basically just Stu McKenzie doing the whoos. <laughs> you know, like, because, <laughs> dude, I, I don't think you can name a Kinga's album that that is not on. I think somehow they incorporated it into everyone. And I'd like to look that up.
0: And if anyone knows, please like, comment below on that Because... I, it, yeah. If, dude, I bet if there's an album it, it's not on, they probably like play it backwards. Yeah. So it sounds kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah. It is cool to have that as a signature.
1: But I, I just uh, like seeing some of that fly on the wall footage of, of them just working on it and like what their process is because I'm always really impressed with their recordings and the quality of their recordings. And so I'm interested to see how they're doing it because. Yeah. You know, an, another band. There, there's some other bands that have come to mind when I say that, and I've seen stuff um, uh, of them on YouTube. One of them is Wolfpack, and like, dude, they just they're they're just like recording this stuff in a basement, but they got it sectioned off, and the end result is is just fantastic. And I'm wondering, kind of how akin to that sort of mentality, DIY mentality, this is.
0: Well, it's pretty cool now. I mean, just with the technology and people's abilities to, you know, it's it's accessible. Yeah, I mean, you it is talent. You know, you know, you don't even, you, know, you don't even need the talent. You just need the tools. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, Bro you tools. can record anything. Yeah, you got the tools, get the talent. Um, but yeah, seeing their creative process is 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 very cool. Um, uh, also, you know, just that whole behind the scenes look and uh, just into how they're doing it and i hope they come out with more stuff like that yeah um, i yeah, do like sure i do like the fly on the wall stuff but it's I, it's I also nice like to have sort of a guided
1: documentary sometimes
0: right you know a, a, a little bit yeah. you know um you know because we get into you know we've seen some of like the making the dark side of the moon and and some of those documentaries I and want, really yeah. nice to you want to see him separate
1: the, the, the tracks <laughs> yeah
0: the interview yeah. yeah and doing the sliders uh-huh. and mixing and, and and all that so uh anyways yeah I mean dude I think I don't know I think that that covers most of what I wanted to talk about I I definitely put it up there is is one of a top one of their top 20 albums I'll say that right <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would even go as far as to say top 10
0: Ooh, yeah
1: probably Ooh. um Woo. Um okay, so at this time doing a initial first impression, do you first initially impression. have a track that is your favorite?
0: Yeah, I think um for me it was uh Red Smoke. Um, oh, like I right. said that 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 run of 4 of the Grim Reaper Presumptuous Predator X and Red Smoke. I really like that 4. But dude, the, I love the keys and how they sound in Red Smoke. Again, like I said, it really just reminded me of Manzarek and how he played on Riders on the Storm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I just I dig I, that. I just I that that I really felt that. That um, is also up there
1: for me. One for some reason, one that's always really uh, I've gravitated toward is Kepler twenty two B. Um okay. I do like that one. I All like right. the rap stuff. I don't know if I'd put it as like the favorite, which is funny because. When it comes in on Maiden Timeland, that is easily my favorite part of that record. And it's like two minutes at the end of it. But it was it I mean, was it was such it's a really good. Yeah, I know, but it was like such a tease then. And and so now they kind of bring it into these songs, and I really like the songs, but um, you know
0: Kepler twenty two B man. Kepler twenty two B that's the place for me. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, I think that about wraps up our first initial impressions of Omnium Gatherum by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. We, like I said, we have a bunch of previous episodes yeah. where we've given our first impressions. We've done some full album stra- uh, scratches. I think we should do another scratch of a full Pretty King Gizzard soon, album, yeah. And maybe we should let the fans let us know what they think we should scratch. I mean, we got a lot to choose from. I will say that
1: I'm in that so yeah if you want to let us know what should be the next
0: King Gizzard like subscribe and comment and below alright everyone thanks for watching thanks for listening I think it's time to go
1: Scratch a Drag is produced by the Doom Grim. additional music provided by more that's dot 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 M O R E. The IMNZ. Copyright 2022. The Dude and Grim Show.